Hey there, wanderers. Welcome to Asylum Seekers, your beginner's guide to the unknown. Exploring the minds, hearts, and spirits of our inner beings. Come with me on my journey to find peace, passion, and to make a mark in the world. The Bible, mental health, relationships, conspiracy? <laughs> Who knows where we may end up? Come on, enjoy the ride. Hey guys, welcome to episode one of Asylum Seekers. I'm extremely excited to be able to bring this podcast to, to y'all and I thank you for joining me and I hope that you all will join me for many more. My name is Kai and I'm coming out of Dallas, Texas and I pray all of you all are out there staying calm and following the guidelines to stay safe during this pandemic. Um, I think the first order of business for everyone is to um, follow guidelines and not only keep themselves safe, but keep everyone else safe. It's not about us. It's about others. So one of the things that I do like to do during this time um, is pray. I know that there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of unease out there and I don't want to push my way of life on anybody else, but prayer works for me. One of the things that helps the most in my times of uncertainty is knowing that fear is a tool of the enemy. Um, and I know that the Bible tells me that it teaches me to resist the devil, and he will flee. And if fear is a tool of Satan's, I see fear as being Satan. And so if I resist fear, it will flee. So I, I go all the time, every time I, I come upon fear or a fearful situation, I resist it and it's removed from me. And so I pray that you guys um, are able to call into your mind um, prayers of your own or however you do that. Um, but another good one is Psalms 4, 8. And it says, I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. And so that means no matter what's going on in the outside world around us we can still sleep peacefully because God keeps us every night. I don't want to keep rambling and going on to the, into that, um, but uh, stay safe out there. Today is April 3rd, 2020. We have officially made it into the year of the future. Yay. And for most of this year, we have already um, seen huge changes to our world um pretty much we have been on lockdown for going on a month now and we just found out here in dallas that our shelter in place order has ex been extended until may 20th and just so happens may 20th is my birthday so yay hopefully things are looking better by then but um we have to prepare ourselves you know just in case it isn't better by then 
And I don't want to place fear in anybody's heart or, you know, scare anybody with, you know, information that they don't want to hear. But at the same time, we have to hope for the best and prepare for the worst and pray that God keeps us through all of it, pretty much. Um, So episode one, our podcast is titled Emergency Preparedness 101. And this title comes directly from an article I read that the CDC posted back in 2011 and you if you guys know me um or the you guys will get to know me if you don't know me personally already um I'm really into like some some wacky things sometimes and what really got me interested into this article because the name of the article was preparedness 101 zombie apocalypse and this was, this is on the official official government website of the CDC. And it was written and posted, I don't know if it was written, but it was posted by Assistant Surgeon General Ali S. Khan. Um, so I just thought this was really, it, first it was really fun and really funny that, hey, here is the CDC is um making a post about a zombie apocalypse which is the main source of entertainment for most like zombie films is like the CDC. Um but anywho I'm gonna go off in a in a rant. But so I'm going to try to just give basic information in this podcast, which is all I'm trying to do for today is really just open up the minds of some people. So even if you don't believe that COVID-19 is as bad as it is, and even if you are convinced and it isn't, and we end up coming out of this and going back to normal day-to-day life, it's only a matter of time before something else detrimental happens that will put us in a place that we will have to basically survive. If history doesn't teach us anything, it's that at some point, the system fails us. This everyday life, the banking, the working, what we know as life at some points fails. It has to rebuild and it starts all over again. And so I just, one of the things that we, I mean, as as a minority community, and I don't just mean African American. I do mean just like like flat across the board minorities in general aren't privy to um certain information and that leaves us at the highest risk whenever things do happen. And so like it really it really sometimes bothers me when you hear people like, oh, you're a conspiracist and that's so crazy and okay, whatever. And oh, woo-hoo, la-di-da, you know, but like in actuality, if it's not, you know, this virus, it could be, you know, war or some type of blackout, some type of tornado, some type of natural disaster. I'm not trying to wish disasters upon us. I'm not too trying to scare anyone with the possibility of these disasters. I'm just saying at some point in time, you know, life as we know it will change. And if we're not prepared, it's going to be devastating. 
So I just am wanting people now. Well, <laughs> before now, I've been wanting to for a long time. But as of now, I am trying to sound the alarm for people to, hey, it's time to get up, put down, you know, put down the blunt for a second, put down the Roku remote, the Fire Stick remote, you know, put down a computer, the cell phone, and start focusing more on gaining information and gaining skills that can help you if all those things that you're used to were no more. And so, anywho, back to this article. Um, the article basically is just um, a little tongue-in-cheek about surviving a zombie apocalypse. And actually, it's survival for any emergency disaster. So, here, here's the intro of the blog. There are all kinds of emergencies out there that we can prepare for. Take a zombie apocalypse, for example. That's right, I said zombie apocalypse. You may laugh now, but when it happens, you'll be happy you read this. And hey, maybe you'll even learn a thing or two about how to prepare for a real emergency. So again, a little tongue-in-cheek about the zombie apocalypse, but they're giving us real information. Um, so basically, they're telling us on the this website that we are better safe than sorry. If a hurricane, a pandemic, or something was to actually happen, the first thing they will want us to have is an emergency kit in our home. St statistically speaking, they half of the population are not prepared with an emergency kit. So right off the top, at least half of the people in this world are going to face some type of face harder, harsher and harder realities than the people who are prepared. Um, so they recommend an emergency kit. Your emergency kit is going to include water, which is going to be one gallon per person per day. If you are just a single like me living on your own, that's pretty easy for you to acquire stacking up on water but if you're a family of like say four three four more five six seven gaining that much water per individual takes time and if we were able to need it for ever ever able to need it for an extended period of time you would have to have needed time to accumulate that over months and months possibly years and I don't want to scare you and say, hey, you have not prepared, but it's better to start now than to never start. Another thing is food. That's going to be non-perishables. That refrigerator that you have back there, over there, in there, out there, wherever it's at, if you ever to lose power, your food is gone. It, it's not going to last but for a few days, if that, if you continuously open it. And so you definitely want to have um, non-perishable items that won't, you know, mold on you, go bad on you. Um, medications. That's going to be your prescriptions as well as your non-prescriptions. 
your kids are taking mood stabilizers and and ADHD pills, ADHD pills, and um, you're on bipolar mood stabilizers or whatever the case may be. You need to make sure that you have that at least like a week's worth or so, you know, marked out for you. Sanitation, hygiene, bleach, soap, towels, utility knife, duct tape, and a battery powder radio for tools and supplies. One of the biggest things that we lack is communication whenever power sources go down. And the only way that you will get news about, let's keep the topic, zombie apocalypse. Say the zombie apocalypse is coming and zombies are on the way and there's no power. You do not have television. You don't have a cell phone. You don't have your car radio. Only thing you have is a battery powered radio. And so I first and foremost suggest anyone who is anyone, which is everyone, to get a battery powered powered radio um as well as um important documents id driver's license your wallet all that etc first aid and supplies as well as the skills with that first aid and supplies we all know how to put on band-aid and use alcohol wipes but if there's anything for you know a little bit um, more difficult, say someone sprained their ankle or broke broke their ankle or something, it's good just to have a couple of extra skills on hand. So if you are not already versed in some type of skill, whether it be tracking, uh, finding fresh water, building a shelter, um, sanitizing water, I think I said that already. If it's you if you're not already versed in some type of skill like that, I suggest you start that now. While we are in our homes and we have nowhere to go, instead of, you know, watching porn all day, instead of um binging television shows all day, we can be gaining information of how to help ourselves if something was to happen. Because there's a lot coming down the pipeline that many people will be it's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of people um and so i just i really i really 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 am trying to sound the alarm on preparedness and this um this article was written way back in 2011 so it's by any means is not something that they just put out there and telling you, hey, you need to do this now because of COVID-19. But I'm going to read this part of this article. And all I need to do is insert COVID-19. And it definitely puts us in that mindset. And you know, actually, I'm not going to read the the article because... You guys can go for yourself and look at it. Um, But basically, it's just stating what they would do in case of an emergency or an outbreak, um, which is what they're already doing in this moment because of COVID-19. Basically, we are in isolation. Um, 
restriction quarantine all these things are happening as well as they're looking for they're trying to determine the cause of the illness source of infection trying to find a cure for it all the above i just wanted to direct the attention to that because it it solidifies the severity of our situation um meaning this part of the article was the last part of um the blog we are past the point of preparedness according to the cdc before an outbreak happens we should already have an emergency kit and like i said before half of us do not with that emergency kit we also need to have an evacuation plan you need to have uh, two meeting places. You need to have one side, of, one outside of your home within your neighborhood that's going to be by the mailbox, down the street at Luann's house, by the community pool, somewhere close to home. If for some reason you aren't able to get back into your home or to your neighborhood, you need to have one outside outside of your neighborhood. That would be, you know, the Walmart over on Beltline or... I don't know, the, I don't know, the Planet Fitness in Cedar Hill. Like, it doesn't matter. It You need to be able to pick somewhere known, easy to access that people can get to. I go as to further as suggest one more meeting place. That will be an out-of-state meeting place. If you have to ever continue to moving or out of your city limits meeting place, you know, you have to move out of Dallas to go to, you know, East Texas somewhere, go over. Probably won't want to go to Louisiana. I'll probably move further up, you know, say you end up, you don't know, in Kentucky somewhere, you know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's always good to have that plan. Uh, and again, I'm not bringing this to be a damper on people, to make people afraid. It's to make people prepared. We never, again, we never want to have to use these skills and use this information but it's better for us to be safe than sorry because at the end of the day we're only harming ourselves by not arming ourselves with this knowledge and especially us as millennials we have gotten so absorbed into social media into who i mean Y'all know what millennials into, you know, ass, titties, drugs. And not saying all of us are like that, but as a generation, we have completely dropped the ball. We are supposed to be the generation that is holding. We are supposed to be the core of the world right now. We are that middle age group, that backbone of society, if you will, or is supposed to be the backbone of society. If everything was to fail, the younger generation and a young older generation will look to us to be able to pick up um to pick up the slack, um, basically. And if we don't know anything ourselves, how can we help other people? So I'm going to in the podcast with that i don't want to keep on going on a tangent <laughs> like i said before i am good at those but i do want to thank you for joining me on my first podcast it's been a pleasure sharing information and starting down this path with you all i hope you guys gained a little bit of information and weren't too thrown off by my word vomit
<laughs> but I hope you're able to join me next time on the topic. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Asylum Seekers. It's been a pleasure peering into that looking glass with you. But remember, not all who wander are lost. This is Kai signing out. Love you. There's only one God above you. Until next time. Mwah.